You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, 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 villagers. Happy Friday, you guys. We made it to the end of another week. I am bringing you a uh, topic that... I've seen a lot lately. So before we dive in, I want you to take a really deep breath in and out. And then I want you to think about one thing that you love about yourself. So for me, it's my resiliency. There is nothing as of now in my life that can get me down. I'm only 27 years old. I haven't really done super amounts. I haven't really lived, you know, quote unquote lived, if you will. But so far, nothing has me this far. And a lot has been thrown my way. So for me, I'm really, I love my my persistence, my willingness to never, ever, ever give up if I truly believe something. So for me, it's my resiliency. What do you love about yourself? I want to know. Say it out loud. Let me know. Are your kids in the back seat and you are driving? Tell them. Let them know what you love about yourself. Are you in the bath relaxing? Say it out loud. Have you just woken up and you're starting your day? Start your day with this. Let us know. What do you love about yourself? really important. Happy Friday, you guys. We made it to another week. I'm super excited to hang out with you. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know your time is precious. I get it. It really, really is. And thank you for choosing to spend it with me. I will not take it for granted. I will not waste your time. Let's dive in. You're listening to another episode of the Tranquility Tribe podcast, another Friday free talk. This is episode number 58 and I am diving into imperfections. Did the title of the episode catch your eye? I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Who remembers that song? I'm a Barbie girl. In a Bobby world. Hey, I love that song. Recently, I've been in a 90s mood, and so I've been throwing it back. I also have been seeing a lot on social media people feeling really imperfect. I've seen a lot of, like, postpartum depression. I've seen it uh, also for some reason, really rampant in my private practice as well. It's super odd why there's such a spike right now. But through all this, it has kind of collided. So the, the 90s mu- music has 
collided with what I'm noticing in the birth world and maternal health right now in this season. And it made me stop and think about how many times we have the opportunity each day to compare ourselves to other people. And obviously this is not a new topic. Obviously this is not something that has never been talked about before, but I had never really stopped to think about it. I'm not one to really compare myself. Um, I don't know. I just kind of beat to my own drum. I don't really, I try not to care really what other people think or say. I really try not to, you know, care what other people do as long as it doesn't affect me. Um, Obviously, there are people that I do want your opinions, and I'll ask for those. I'm not really into unsolicited advice, but yeah, if I ask you, if you're one of those people that I hold near and dear, obviously you'll know it, but otherwise, I try very hard to like stay in my own lane, and you'll notice that that's a theme in, in a lot of what I do, even in TVH it is. So, I... I started to think about imperfections, and I started to think about this world that really expects perfection. This world that we have created and we've cultivated, obviously social media has a lot to do with it. It has a you know an impact on it. Some people would say a big impact. Some people would say it's not. I don't know. It impacts it for sure. I know that much. But we've allowed this culture to kind of happen where we do expect perfection. Um, we have... Guys, we have photography like presets that will change the colors to of all your photos so they look the same so that you put them on your Instagram so that you can look pretty like I just I don't know I don't know I'm learning to cope with having imperfection you know like having to deal with imperfection so I have perfectionism it is like truly a disease I I work every day to like let go of small things that really get under my skin and bother me about the work that I do and the work that other people do too because I have perfectionism. I need to be a perfectionist. I love for things to be perfect and I have noticed that you know motherhood and parenthood is a place, it's a world that thrives on imperfections. So what you don't do, another mother or parent will definitely point that out and they will either point out what they're doing instead or how they're doing it better. Um, you know, it's really sad because for me, I don't really, I don't thrive on done is better than perfect. And that works for some people. I learned that from Jenna Kutcher and, and that works for some people. It definitely does. For me, it does not. It gave me more anxiety to think that there might be something out in the world with my name on it that was not perfect. So I would rather have the delayed gratification of knowing that I took a little bit longer and what I put out into the world was perfect in my eyes. Obviously, I'm open to feedback and I will always want to enhance things and and, and, and advance them and make them you know, have improvements and upgrade them and keep things coming your way. But when I put something out for the first time in my eyes, it is perfect. And so done is better than perfect doesn't work for me. And neither does this whole we're going to thrive on imperfectionism and we're going to prey essentially on 
other people's downfalls or what they're not super skilled at or what they don't excel at. And then we're going to take that and run. And a piece of me says, that's totally fine. That's actually how we get competition. And that's how we get innovativeness. So I think that's good because I'm a very innovative person. But it's how you do it. So if you do this like praying very like evil and I'm saying praying as in like P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. So like you're a predator. You're like stalking someone for you know to see where they trip up and to see what ideas you can steal from them where they leave gaps that's not okay but if it is something where there's a legitimate gap and you're like wow there's this thing and yeah there's overlap in other companies but I have this innovative thing of how we could fix this problem in maybe a different way or a better way in my eyes obviously people will fix problems different ways so you're you're never gonna like put one or another out of business most likely but there's room for both of you in the ecosystem if you will in the business world and the business ecosystem my advice to you and kind of what I follow myself well actually not kind of this is what I follow myself when I start to think you know someone else is preying on my downfall someone else is taking advantage of Um, you know, me not being perfect in something. I just have to think, you know, that person will never be me, first of all. And second of all, F the system. I am so tired of competing with other people. I'm just not going to do it. I've not done it for a, a bit now. This is something that I gave up. Like, at the beginning of the springtime, um, so just a few months into 2018, I decided, F that, I'm all done. I am in my lane. I have blinders on. If you come at me, I will literally act like there are bumpers on a bowling lane beside me, and they are made of jelly. They're made of jello, not jelly. And you will literally bounce off. That is... That's what I decided. I have gone forth with it, and it has worked so well. So for me, I'll tell you the same thing. If someone is making you feel crummy about yourself, if someone is challenging you, if someone is telling you why your choices are not right, if someone you're telling is telling you that you're putting your child at danger and you feel like you're not and you feel like you've done your research and you feel like your child is safe, you need to put bumpers up, make them be jello, People come at you, boom, bounce off, baby. Like you are laser focused on your end goal, and that is insert whatever makes you happy. Being an amazing parent, loving your child to the fullest, making sure that you are raising kind children, whatever this is for you, and it can change. Maybe you're setting temporary ones. Maybe you're setting long-term ones. Maybe you're setting permanent ones. Maybe you're setting shifting ones doesn't matter insert the blank with whatever whatever floats your boat so I came up with something that we can do to practice kind of gratitude for ourselves and what to do when you're feeling really crummy because you have succumbed to the pressure to compare yourself to someone else out there and you have no idea the story you don't know how long it took them to get that video or that picture you don't know how much those presets cost them or how much time they spent doing that you don't know people you don't know their finances you don't know their situation you don't know their family life their dynamics you don't know 
Yeah, a picture is worth a thousand words. It's worth way more than that, actually. You cannot tell someone's life from a couple square tiles of, oh my gosh, so much fakeness. A lot of fakeness out there on Instagram. You just can't do it. So if you succumb, and it's totally normal. A lot of people do it. I totally do it. I just, I try not to. I make a big point to be conscious of if I'm comparing myself and if I do, I take action to not do that anymore. So I I use an affirmation and then I tell myself I'm not going to do it anymore. And if it looks like I need to unfollow that person or that account, I totally can. If I need to remind myself of the good things that I have and why I don't know that story and why it's really unreasonable and idiotic to compare my life that I love and have worked very hard to get and I'm very proud of to a square on Instagram that I have no clue about and it just doesn't make sense at all. So when you feel crummy and you have succumbed to this pressure and you're feeling kind of heavy like we are right now, I want you to stop. And take a deep breath like we did at the very beginning. And then I want you to say, I love myself. And then I want you to list four things. If you're a parent, I want you to list four things that you like about yourself or that you're good at. And I chose four very intentionally because I want you to always, always, always add the fifth one that says, I'm a good parent and I love my child unconditionally, always, no matter what. So even if you don't choose four and you choose to only list two or you choose to only do three, no matter what, I want you to add this last one that is in some sort, and you don't have to choose these words, but in some sort of way saying that you are a good parent and you love your child no matter what. I am a good parent and I love my child unconditionally. Always add that. Always, always. So this got me thinking about, is this Barbie world? It's not. You can't compare yourself. I wanted to make a list of things that I am good at and I liked about myself and I enjoyed. Well, the enjoyed part actually came afterwards. So after I made the list of the things that I'm good at, I realized that I enjoyed a lot of them, which is probably just a cycle. If you enjoy doing it, you'll do it more. And the more you do it, the better you get. And then you enjoy it more. And then you do it more. And then the better you get. And it's just a cycle of happiness. Wouldn't it be phenomenal if we could turn all the things that were negative cycles of sadness into things of happiness? This is what we're trying to do here. So I have my five things. I'm not a parent. I will add this affirmation at the end in a future tense. But for right now, I chose five things that I'm good at. Number one, I am good at being a kick-ass friend. I'm really good at being a good friend. I'm there if you need me. I'm always honest, but I'm gentle. 
You can call me in a pinch, and I love going out for margaritas. I love going to get coffee. I will eat pretty much anywhere. I'll do pretty much anything activity-wise. Yeah, I'm a pretty good friend. Call me. Number two, good food. I am really, really good about scanning over menus and seeing if the food is really great. I didn't realize that this was a skill until I moved away from my parents, and I think my parents are really good at it, so I ate really good food growing up. We didn't eat out often. My mom did most of the cooking at home, but when we did, we ate really well, and yeah, I have been with people who can scan a menu, and it sounds disgusting, and they're like, cool, let's eat here. We all order, and the food is terrible, so good food. Number three, pep talks and in general just being positive. So if I am down and I'm in a rut for a, a bit, like more than just a day or so, I am, you know, unusually sad. It's very odd. I'm really good at pep talking people. I'm really good at building people up and inspiring people and getting people kind of having a fire under their ass lit and getting themselves going, getting their lives back on track. And again, I just stay generally positive. Number four, I'm really, I'm really good at public speaking and I really enjoy it. I like to educate people. Fun fact about myself is I competed in extemporaneous speaking, public speaking, when I was in junior high and high school. And extemporaneous is where you have a time limit where you have um, you have to bring your own materials, research materials, so you kind of try and predict the topics that they might ask you, and then. You pick a topic, you maybe pick two or three, you maybe just pick one, um, and you have to pick this topic and then write a speech on it using the materials that you brought in, having no idea what the, the topics were, and deliver this. And he actually competed in state a couple years and I placed second one year. Super cool. So I'm good at it, and I really, really enjoy it. It's super fun to me, and I meet really fun people. And I get to travel. Number five, I'm really good at being creative and innovative. So remember the people who do it out of a kind way, and they're like, hey, there's a legitimate gap here. There is a place here that we are leaving a whole industry unserved, a whole population unserved, a whole you know, insert whatever is not there, and that's me. I'm very creative, I'm very innovative, and if I'm given the encouragement and the positive environment and the freedom to flourish, I can. And finally, number six, I will be a kick-ass parent, and I will always love my child unconditionally. I want to know what you love about yourself this Friday afternoon. Let me know. I want to know about it. Also, what are your four things? And don't forget your, your sentence of affirmation about you being a good parent and loving your kid because I know you are. Happy, happy, happy weekend, you guys. We're headed into the weekend. Go relax. Go take care of yourself. Spend some time with yourself, focusing on your body, focus, focusing on your mindset, focusing on your family. Take in the world around you. 
It won't be like this for long. Life is always, always, always changing. Happy Friday, y'all. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.